episode of the We Don't Want a Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes on your favorite shows. We are your hosts, I am Scott, and joining me as always, God's blessing and his tits, it's Zachary Attackery! <laughs> How are you doing today, my buddy? How are them tits? <laughs> I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. My tits are doing great, too. Excellent. Excellent. Yep. You know that's all I really care about. <laughs> In the end, that's all That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. big time. Scott uh, and I will catch up after, like, you know, weeks of not talking, and the first thing he asks is, like, hey, man, how those, how those tits doing? When have we ever gone since we've known each other weeks without talking? <sighs> that's true. <laughs> Keep this is a daily tabs. occurrence. This I was is... trying to make you not sound like a weirdo, but no, this happens. Listen, this happens it's g- I'm going to sound like a weirdo. That's just going to be a fact. Uh, this is Game of Thrones Episode 2, The King's Road. Uh, we are doing Game of Thrones, of course. I just said that. You know, it's fine. We'll roll with it. Uh, this is This episode covers a lot of ground, both metaphorically speaking and yes. actually speaking they they cover a lot of moving distances in this episode yes. yeah this uh, is uh this is this episode is a journey and mm. i feel like a lot of expectations are being set uh and tensions are rising in this episode for sure it's a good time it is a good time why don't we uh hit our recap here to start zacky boy and then we can jump in on our thoughts for the episode. Um, for me. So we begin in the East as our girl Danny struggles adapting to her new life with the Dothraki. So Jorah attempts to comfort her. Good guy, that Sir Jorah. In the North, Tyrion teaches Joff some manners by slapping the ever-living shit out of him. Uh, we learn that Bran will apparently not die from his fall off the tower. And that Cersei lost her firstborn, ch- firstborn child. She pays her respects to Catelyn for Bran. And uh, John gives Arya a pointy present, says his goodbyes to Bran and Rob as well. Nen King Robert, along with all the king's horses and all the king's men. Didn't they try to put Humpty Dumpty back together again? No, they begin their journey back south to King's Landing. Uh, John learns that the Night's Watch may be less than the noble order that he expected. At Winterfell, a fire distracts the guards and an assassin makes an attempt on Bran's life. Catelyn is injured in the attempt, but Bran's dire wolf saves the day. Boy, does he. Boy, does he. Uh, John, Tyrion, and Benjen reach the wall, and we get our first sight of Castle Black and that 700-foot-high, just massive wall of solid ice. Did you say solid? I did say solid. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you got to say it way creepier than that. Did you say solid? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you said solid. Shouts to Jake. Lady Catelyn pieces together that Bran must have been thrown from the tower and that the Lannisters are definitely involved. They decide Ned needs to know of this, and Catelyn decides to go south to King's Landing to tell him. In the east, 
Danny decides she's going to learn how to make sexy time with Drogo. <laughs> and him and all his boobies are all for it. All of his boobies. Does he have more than the regular amount? <laughs> no, well, I mean, yeah, he does have more than the regular amount. He does True. have some massive Solid boobies. Solid point. Majestic. Majestic for sure. Danny ascends to a true Khaleesi and begins to fall into her role a little bit more. On the King's Road, Sansa and Joff make googly eyes at each other. I hate Joff. When Joff threatens Arya's friend, the butcher's boy, the butcher's boy, the butcher's boy, Arya hits him with a stick. (laughs) And then her dire wolf, Nymeria, chews up his arm. Arya runs away and gives Nymeria the old white fang treatment so that they can't have her killed. Bobby B tries to put this incident to rest, but he agrees to let <clears throat> he agrees to let a direwolf be killed instead of Nymeria at Cersei's request. Sansa's direwolf lady will take Nymeria's place. We also learn that the butcher's boy was killed by the hound when he ran. Ned kills lady and we cut to a scene of Bran opening his eyes. Fade to black. Man, uh, this episode jumps around a lot, like we it talked does. about. It, we covered a lot of grounds, but uh, it's, it's a solid episode. I, it I, is. I, and I, I, go ahead. Like, with the rewatch, knowing things, right, that are mm-hmm. being set into motion, and knowing to look out for... Um, I guess certain themes. Sure, it's um, man, there's a lot of writing on the wall in yep. this episode. The one of the big ones is like the increasing tension, and this is maybe getting a little bit ahead of myself, but the increasing tension between the Lannister House Lannister and House Stark, and how House Baratheon and our boy Bobby B are kind of. He's kind of literally and figuratively just stuck in the middle right, right. of his best friend and House Stark and his queen and his wife and House yeah. Lannister. Uh, and it's just it's just not a good spot for my boy Bobby B. Yeah, it's like the opposite of a love triangle. It's, it's, a, it's a hate triangle. <laughs> it's a hate triangle, exactly. And he's right in the middle of it. He's shit. right in the middle of it, and it's not good. Uh, the Lannisters and the Starks are having hate sex, and <laughs> the Baratheons are just like... They're just wa- he's just watching from the sidelines, being like, "I don't know what to do about this." <laughs> do I'm I help? Sure I, I'm pretty do- sure I don't like it. <laughs> At least I think I don't. At like least it. I don't think I like it. Um, the other thing that I appreciate is we really start to establish the importance and the connections between what is going on in our East storyline, yes, and our West storyline. You know, we. We got a few talk, uh, a little bit of talk and, you know, a little bit of background uh, in the first episode of Daenerys and Viserys, you know, being like, oh, we got to retake the kingdoms from, you know, for our family and all this. But when Ned and uh, uh, Robert have that talk along the King's Road about, you know, she married this Dothraki horse lord and he's got 100,000 men in his horde and what happens if they cross? And it's, it's raising that stakes and it's giving more... It's telling you, hey, this is why this is important. This is why what is going on in the East is important for all our characters in the West, in the Seven Kingdoms, you know? Right, right, right. And I appreciate that they're establishing that so early, and 
they're you know also a byproduct of that is yet another argument between you know robert and ned um where ned is like this is unspeakable how can you be talking about killing a child effectively right And and it's it's interesting because it feels like okay these are two guys who have a lot of respect for each other they're mm-hmm. old friends and this is just kind of like a dude get off your shit man like it's there there's upset and argument but there's still kind of a mutual respect there for sure um and and you you feel the power and the the, the weight that Ned throws and of course King Rob um but as the episode progresses, it just feels King like King Robert. Right, King Robert, I'm sorry. <laughs> King Bobby B, excuse yes. me. Um as the episode progresses, it it's impossible to not feel like there like that that thread is kind of coming undone mm-hmm. already. Yeah. The tension um, is already building. Like they're yeah. not even to King's Landing yet. And already there's kind of a lot of tension between the two of them like even right the final scene like you can tell they still love and respect each other but the final scene of the episode where is you this know, your command is your this grace? your command your grace exactly god dude it's like and he and he doesn't even answer like he just looks at him he turns just away turns and away walks. and walks away and it's it's yeah. brutal but it's like d- this is this is already this great relationship between the two of them is being tested greatly in multiple ways. You know, it's not yes. just the Targaryen girl. It's, you know, the Lannisters. It's all this stuff. Uh, and I think you're right. This foreshadowing, this kind of building of these themes and these plot lines is really, really well done. Yeah, I think one of the things that I, I had to take note of is this episode, I feel like, does an insanely good job of establishing the rift and mm-hmm. the like kind of subtle power struggles between many people yeah to different degrees too right like not just Sansa and Arya like not being mm-hmm. similar like that's there of course take right. note of it um but even as you climb the political power like spectrum like you've got this kind of weird dynamic which we kind of related to the three houses but you've got Cersei kind of in the middle of Rob and Bobby B and uh and Ned kind of knowing what strings to pull to yeah. create that divide. Yes, definitely. And this happened early on in episode 1 when Cersei meets Sansa. Yep. And she's like, "Well, that's where my manipulation is going to work." Uh, and you know, like for all the love I have for Sansa, I really do grow to love her in this, in the show. She's just easily played and, um, and Cersei owns that shit, dude. The, the themes around Sansa are much more explored in the books, but like Sansa is so naive to start the show. She is like, her head is just filled with like the songs and the stories of chivalry and knights and all these great heroes and she is completely oblivious to how the real world actually works and right we see that a bunch through these first couple seasons for sure uh and cersei yeah cersei is playing 
definitely she she is making her puppets dance where she can uh getting her little victories in where she can um you know she's they're like oh we couldn't find the wolf like nymeria and so she's like well we have another wolf i'm just saying and you know the, the fucking crazy thing too is that entire exchange which by the way the intensity the frustration and even i feel like in the grand scheme of things it's it's a relatively low stakes like sure. issue. Right. But the tension is there nonetheless. Yeah. And um every response, every like obstacle put in the way, Cersei has mm-hmm. a response to. Yes, she does. She's like, ready for everything. Y- you just you get the feeling so instantly that she has it figured out. She's she is a player in the oh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Um, she's not there to observe or to be a bystander. She is a player. You you mentioned like the tension, and this is again we're jumping here to the end. We're talking a lot about the end here, but it's, it's a great ending. The last the two scenes of this, uh, yes. I love. Like, yeah. I you know I I don't think, and if you want to, you know by all means, but. I didn't think there was an episode or excuse me, a scene in this episode that I was like, I, I would put this on the short list for for best scene in the series. But I don't think so. Yeah. But I do love these last kind of two scenes, particularly like the lighting and the way they're shot. Uh, when Ned first like pushes his way into the inn, he's like, it's a very close up shot behind him as he's like pushing through. Just it's like, like the Assassin's Creed, like pushing yeah. through. The, the They're people. all Lannister guardsmen, and there's just like yeah. so many Lannister guardsmen, and he's just like pushing his way through, and just like the way it's shot, how close it is, it's just very claustrophobic. Yeah, and then, uh, and and that adds to the tension that you were talking about, and then when he leaves to go, you know, uh, you know, kill Lady. Uh, just the lighting and like the music and this the is, sound. It's so the bad. Sound. Dude. It's it's brutal, but it's like so well done. And then they, yeah. of course, they juxtapose it with uh the brand. You know, waking up as soon as as soon as he kills Lady, which is very good. Right. Uh, but this much more so than the first episode. I started to notice the music uh in the show. I was like. Oh right, the music in this show is incredible. Yeah, uh, there was shouts um, there to was, the opening, the title too, which is of course a classic. Of course, there was uh, there was a couple notes that reminded me of Dunkirk. Um, oh sure, because from the from the beginning of the episode, it is almost a constant journey of tension. Yeah, you have like and and realization and tension i feel like the realization is a big one especially with like john and Tyrion scenes oh yeah 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 and it's it, it starts off a little bit lighter although the tension is there mm-hmm. and it just progresses and progresses and progresses and you're like oh fuck dude yeah you're right it, the episode starts on well after the danny part when we get back to the north uh, it starts on a much lighter note you know we get right. that great scene Tyrion is an is an all-star in this episode uh, it, where he just slaps the ever living shit out of Joffrey, and just totally just berates him, and just just reads him the riot act. And I love the Hound being like, 
he'll remember that little lord and it's just like oh Dude. i hope so and if he doesn't be a good dog and remind him and he's just he's he has a quip for everything and it starts very humorous but even then as they go into the breakfast scene like the tension starts to build like oh yeah there's that look exchange between like cersei and jamie when Tyrion's like apparently the boy will live yeah and you know it's just like the tension starts building there and it only gets higher and higher as the episode right. goes on and there's only there's only a couple brief moments of like of breath right um i For mean sure. like you, you do have the danny scene but even then there is like even though it's a more romanticized like scene mm-hmm. and like you know insert joke about sexual tension like there is still like a like kind of the sense of like fuck man i hope this works like there's still it just feels like something's on the line you know sure. um i had some and, tension if you know what i mean when i watched yeah, that dude, had to loosen a button or two <laughs> can i just say the uh the jason momoa eye candy train oh my don't Lord. stop for nothing and i'm all aboard Choo-choo. also i know you probably don't think so but amelia clark is she's beautiful gorgeous dude she's 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 I, she's you know. There's hotter girl characters in this series, in my in my humble opinion, you know. But we get we get full ass from my boy Momoa in this scene. Hell in yeah, this scene, and I'm like double cheeked up, bro. Boobies and ass, like <laughs> what am I in heaven? <laughs> dude, that's the, that's the fucking heaven gates right there, dude. That is that is the heaven's gates. Um, we got to yeah. talk about the the main scene between John and Tyrion. Um. Yeah, when they're yeah. on the road. This scene is so good. Uh, a mind needs a book like a sword needs a whetstone. Yes. Such such a good fucking quip, dude. It, it is a good quip. This He's, guy is loaded with them. He has got one for every occasion. We got... This is... You know, this is not going to be on our... Some people may think this is Tyrion being mean to John. It is most certainly not. Uh, Tyrion is one of the few people who is very upfront and honest with Jon, um, and Jon is starting to learn, like we said, you know, the Night's Watch maybe is not what he thought it was cracked up to right. be, and Tyrion is helping him realize these brutal truths, and maybe trying to help him, you know, start to come to terms with it a little bit, but it's just, it's, it's such a good scene, I love their banter back and forth and i just i like these two characters a lot they're both so good it's it's one of those things that i i wish i got to see them on screen together more sure sure right we'll get it for a couple more episodes yeah um it's it's also interesting how in the first episode benjen kind of tried to tell john some of these things he he wasn't as blunt about it as Tyrion was but he was like you don't know what you're asking you know when john's like let me go with you let me go to the night's watch and benjen's like you don't know what you're asking you don't know what you'd be given up benjen was also trying to be kind to him and now you know that ship has sailed maybe not uh forthcoming enough with sure but how shitty the night's watching (laughs) for sure but and we'll we'll see plenty more of that but Tyrion is just like yeah dude like you're gonna have brothers of the night's watch that are real fucking shit heels 
Yeah. And uh, you know, it's not Do we know do we know why Benjin took the black? I don't I don't think I ever Um it's not like super uncommon for like uh third or fourth sons to do it from like even noble houses because they don't have anything to inherit. Um, you know, they don't have much they can do in like through normal means. Some of them will just do it for kind of glory and honor. Although these days that's kind of tough to find along the wall, especially more so for the Starks. I think like, you know, uh, as they separate, they, they, as they, they just kind of feel like almost a little bit responsible for maintaining the Night's Watch. Correct. Yeah. You know, uh, <clears throat> Ned has that line to John as they separate. Ned basically tells him like the Starks have manned the wall for thousands of years. Whether right. that's in a very literal sense in that, yes, there has always been a Stark on the wall or not. Um, you know, it's it's definitely something that, you know, sons that are not like firstborns that are a little further right. down uh, certainly do. Like like our boy, uh, Sir Waymar, Waymar Royce. Royce, who right. uh, did not last long in the first episode of the series. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's your favorite character, man. Not, I don't know why, but I love Sir Waymar Royce I so hate much. him and his stupid little I, mustache. <laughs> it's a good thing we're not children. <laughs> Dude, fuck that guy. I think I love him because of how much he reminds me of Wesley from The Princess Bride. That's I'm gonna be honest. That's a big part of it. Okay. Uh, if enough. anyone out there agrees with me, let us know in the comments. I think he looks so much like Wesley. Uh, what, what we else also did you want to hit on? Uh, yeah. So I was gonna say we also in this episode get our first mention of the Shadow Long, the Shadowlands Ooh, beyond yeah. Ashai. Good, good world building for a boy, Sir George. Yes. Yes. So. Like, I feel like if you've listened to our podcast throughout Harry Potter or One Piece, you know that Scott and I um, feel a certain kind of tension, if you know what I mean, uh, (laughs) when it comes to world building. That's the thing that we just love and adore about any well-written story. It's my second favorite thing in storytelling is world building. Um. What's your first favorite thing? Character. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa's butt cheeks, yes. (laughs) And boobies, yes. That's number one with a bullet. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, you know, these are things that maybe a casual watcher wouldn't pick up until maybe their second walkthrough or until you have these fun conversations with people. But it it just gives you this sense of, like, there is so much here for us to dive into. And and I feel like at some point, you and I, Scott, we, we will here on the pod. I know that this is more just to kind of guide people through uh, the show. Um, but there's so much material out there of the world of ice and fire. And, um, and you just get these very intricately placed breadcrumbs throughout Mm -hmm. the books and throughout the show of these areas and these histories and these just things that you're like fuck man i want to know more about that it's and this is one of them it's the stuff in the margins that we talk about that that i love so much and i think they do a particularly good job in the show of just kind of sprinkling them in here and there like Right. It's just kind of an in-passing 30-second conversation that Sejora has with Danny where he's just tells her about these Shadowlands and this ghost grass and all this and it's just like it's just 
it makes the world feel so much more alive and like lived in and there's just like oh shit there's so much else going on everywhere that we don't even see or hear about and it just i i think it just it helps it feel obviously this is a fantasy story and you have to you know check your disbelief at the door on a lot of things but it just makes the world have a much more real feel about it and i i love that i appreciate that definitely um a couple great lines uh i want to call out uh Mm -hmm. obviously we had a big one from the opening with with my boy bogby b uh bessie thank the (laughs) gods for bessie and a tits (laughs) Uh, I love Bobby B so much. He's so funny. The, I think what's even funnier about that, I mean, the line and the delivery yeah, from Mark Addy is oh incredible. But it's so, good. it's so funny that he's trying to remember the wench that Ned Stark had. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what was her name? <laughs> Bessie with the tits. And and Ned's like. Becca. No, he thinks it's Becca. Oh, right, 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 right. And Ned's like, Bessie, she was she yours, was dude. Yours, and he's like, dude. fuck, you're right. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he tries to blame Ned for it. Ned's like, nah, dude, that was another one. No, of that yours. was your fucking. And Bobby B's like, yeah, 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 it was. Uh, it's so good. It's uh, really fucking good. Another amazing one. I don't know if I've ever truly appreciated this line. Uh, you'll probably learn very fast that me and Zach are pretty big fans of the Hound. And oh, yeah. uh, he has an amazing line in this episode when. He he goes to Sansa and Sansa is frightened by Sir Illyn Payne and <laughs> the Hound, who he himself is as a super fucked up face and is not it is very nah, man no nah, man dude he's, dude's, dude's handsome as shit he says to Sansa he's like is it this one that's frightening you he frightens me too <laughs> look at that face <laughs> <It's so laughs> and dude Illyn Payne is like yeah change the entire time but the hound is just like look at that face it's so good uh and he also has another brilliant one uh at the end it's in a very serious scene but i love his delivery of it where he's got the butcher's boy you know slung over his his horse and ned is like you you rode him down and the hound just goes he ran not very fast. It's just like, dude, <laughs> you so are fucked, fucked up. up, dude. It's so what fucked up. What a dick. Uh, I love him to death. Yeah. Uh, he is great. Rory McCann, right? Yes, Rory McCann. Dude, uh, dude what a fucking legend. Masterful performance. To, to anybody, so here's, here's, <laughs> here's some good little uh, GOT tidbits for you. Oh, I love a good bit. Uh, just go and look up Rory McCann commercial. Uh, because that is. Do I know inc- about this? You should. I feel like you're the one that showed me. He's like swimming in a lake or something like that. It's it's really fucking good. My notorious memory may be striking again. Uh, that sounds vaguely familiar, but I'm I'm blanking. I'll have to Dude, watch it it's, again. Dude, it's it's fantastic. Please okay. watch that. Um, he looks I. I can't remember what the commercial is for. I feel like it might it it's like for a cookie or something. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I The Hound is the cookie monster confirmed. I, I'm probably wrong, but uh there is he he he's done like modeling and 
uh, and like commercial work. Yeah. I mean, he, he's always all he's obviously a established like actor as well. Yeah. So he's uh, great. Kind of all realms of that. Yeah. Rory McCann, fantastic. He's so good. Uh, another thing I want to call out um, back on on kind of the John kick. Mm-hmm. I really appreciated all of his goodbye scenes with his half siblings. They're yeah, all dude. very good. Uh, it's easy to see how deep the relationships go and that there is true love and care there. The, specifically the yes. Arya, the Bran, and the Rob one. Um, they're all very, very good. I love how... <laughs> he, he, John is such a good dude that Rob specifically asks him, how was my mother? Because he knows he just came back from right. saying goodbye to Bran. And John just lies to him. He does, you know, he's not going to be like, yo, your mom's a fucking asshole. A fucking cunt. He just is like, she was very kind, you know, because he's a good dude. And yeah. I just, I love that from John. He he doesn't want to be like, yo, your mom's a dick and I hate yeah. her. Right. Uh, and it's just, they're all three of them are very, very good scenes. Obviously, the big one being uh, the one with Arya where he gives her he the He doesn't sword. ever say bye to Sansa, though. No, they do not have the best relationship. Uh, Sansa very much like her mother and uh, also does not have a very strong relationship with Jon, which yeah, is it's kind a of a bummer. talked about more in the books. but Right. Um, yeah, his, his goodbye with Arya is... Fantastic. Incredible. Yeah. Um, dude, I, I feel like we talked about this a little bit last episode, but <sighs> Maisie Williams performance as aria is like if you i feel like if you if you read that book any of the books and you could have drawn a picture of of who this person should be Mm -hmm. to play aria stark it would be Maisie williams like she does such a phenomenal job for like how um, young she is, and like seriously, the, the roles that she has to play is like yeah, so dude. good. Especially later, which obviously we're getting ahead of ourselves, but especially later, there's just incredible acting performances yeah. from her. Um, when she, she she just starts beating the shit out of Sansa and like pulling her hair in the end when she's like, "You liar, liar, liar!" <laughs> dude, it's so good. Yes. I love it. She um, she even. I mean, this is a small thing, and this is not necessarily a, a testimony to her ability. It's just kind of cool. Uh, she decided to act as a left-handed swordsman, oh, which yeah. you barely see it a little bit in this episode when she's training with the butcher's boy. But she's doing everything with her left hand because she knows that that's how Arya was written in the in books, the book. as, a, as yeah. a left-handed kid. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Maisie Williams is not left-handed, so all of her choreography had to be kind of like rewritten and like re redone as somebody with left hand or to to be using their sword with their left hand. And it's, I mean, even that is just impressive as a child to be making that choice and be like, nope, I want it to be like this and stay committed. And she stays committed the entire series. Yeah, Uh, that's it's incredible. It is super cool. Um, so I had um. We get the really fantastic line, not even necessarily line, just kind of a quick conversation of uh, John and Ned, uh, their, yeah. their goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he, you know, John is very much sad boy because he's a bastard, which, you know. What? Understandable. I've, I've never heard that before. He's a bastard? A what now? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and he asks Ned, uh, does my mother even know I'm alive? Does she know where I'm going? Does she care? And Ned looks at him, and you can tell that there is like a, like, I really want to have this conversation, and I owe you this conversation. Yeah. And he tells him, uh, we'll speak about your mother the next time we see each other. I promise. It's a great goodbye. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That, that, that's, Knowing that's, what that's we know, this, this conversation may or may not actually take place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, who could say? But um, who could say? Yeah, it's 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 good. It's a good sequence. Um, I like pretty much all the John stuff in this episode. Uh, his scene with Jamie, which we didn't talk about. It's just kind of a very I don't think the yeah, scene Jamie's is in the such book, a dick, if I remember correctly. But yeah, Jamie is a real dick to him. But it's I'm trying to remember. Well, you know, I won't say that. Uh, it's a good little scene. And um, Jamie, another one of my favorite lines from this episode is, like, at the end of it, Jamie basically says something to the effect of, like, oh, I'm sure you'll, you know, have a wonderful time guide guarding us from all the dangers or whatnot. And then at the end he goes, and if not, it's only for life. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dude, <laughs> you are such an asshole and I love you. Dude. Seriously, man. It's um, only for life. Which kind of is a perfect segue, by the way. Yes. Uh, I counted two. Uh, I counted two and a half. Okay. One is so, less mean and kind of something else. So we have a reoccurring segment, and this will probably change, of keeping tally of certain things in episodes. And we started last week off by keeping tally of times that people are mean to John, old Johnny boy. Our boy, um, John Snow, our, the Our broody bastard. brother in black. How about yeah. that alliteration? Oh, I liked that. Yeah, yeah, that um, was good. But aside from him being a broody brother in black, fuck, man, say that five times fast. I don't want um, to. <laughs> we want to know why he's brooding. Mm-hmm. It's because people shit all over him always. Constantly. And, uh, yeah, I counted two. Uh, and you have two and a half, two and a half. Hey, elf, two and a half. Um, the, so the I have Jamie, the Jamie scene as yeah, one. The Jamie gives him so much shit for joining the Night's Watch for just no reason whatsoever, and I love yeah. that. Jamie's just walking by, like, going along his business for the day and sees John and is just like, I'm going to go shit all over I'm just going to go fuck with this kid. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Dude. And he, the way he couches it as like, oh, let me thank you for your service to the Night's Watch. He's, he is such a dick and I do love him. We, we've got the, the, the realm for whatever and then he's like, oh, is it we is already? It we Have you taken already? your vows? It's so good. Dude. I love this scene. Fucking hell, bro. Uh, John's like, soon enough it's it's kind of sad but like i have to make this comparison <laughs> okay you didn't go to public school uh, so no. you may not know this but it's kind of like when you talk to a kid who's in like the jrotc and they act like they're <laughs> already soldiers like <laughs> in the army or i i have known a few of those i know oh, exactly what dude. you mean it's so yeah, funny that is pretty funny <laughs> I, I just love how 
John basically starts this episode like, I'm defending the Night's Watch, and we've guarded the realms for thousands of years. And then 20 minutes later of Dude. episode time, obviously, like, he's seen firsthand, and Tyrion is explaining yeah. to him, the Night's Watch is bullshit, bro. Yeah, like, I don't know what he to tell you. He starts off so bricked up about the Night's yes. Watch. He, and then he he's flaccid as shit, dude. <laughs> he learns real quick. Yeah, dude. Um, so the other one I have is Cat. Yeah. Cat being a dick, obviously. obviously. An, an, an ultra dick is Unnecessarily, what I have dude. in my lines, in my notes. Um, so unnecessary. He's just being so, so sweet up. and nice, saying goodbye to Bran, and she's just an ultra dickhead about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely. so uncalled for and oh uh the half one i have is uh i took particular note of it's the not way a fool it's a half it's, it's a, a chub. it's a half chub uh <laughs> when they get to the wall the way benjen says welcome is ominous as fuck he just like turns to them and he's like welcome and it's like oh shit we gonna die what is happening <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's not necessarily him being mean to john it just it sounded super ominous so i threw it would it have been there. better if he went welcome and then the song kicked in um that's yeah that's all i got that's the I mean, that's okay i it's guess a, I, I guess yeah, really i mean it's 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 not a big one um speaking of it's, it definitely isn't a big one it, uh, yeah never speaking of a uh, cat being an ultra dickhead we have another new recurring segment zach oh you're gonna make me do this this one might be very difficult for you uh this episode uh I I didn't have think you were gonna time. actually make me. Oh, of course I'm gonna make do you. this. Um, of course I'm gonna make you. Oh, why so, don't you tell him what it is? Yeah. So we decided uh, last week that uh, I think it's more of a you decided, by the way, not a me decided. Well, no, you first decided that since I have a hatred of uh, Daenerys, that I have to say something nice about her every episode. Yeah, but that makes more sense because the people actually like Danny. Well, and people actually find good things about me. Nobody likes cat. Maybe so, but I didn't want to be alone in this. I want you to experience my pain. So you also, ha I was like, who do you hate cat? Have Easy you ever talked to somebody who's like, you know, who's my favorite character in Game of Thrones? Okay. Catelyn. Catelyn okay. Stark. How about, would you rather say something nice about your boy Joff? Would that be more palatable to you? No. Okay. There, I didn't think no, so. Not even. I do have one for Daenerys. Uh, All right, you first. I appreciate the way that she attempts to take her fate into her own hands more. She yeah. is not just a straight passive, I'm going to let these bad things happen to me. Right, right, She right. goes to her handmaiden and it was like, hey, teach me how to have sex good. <laughs> so right. I can, so I could, you know, uh, right. getting good with my man. And I and, appreciate you know, that she makes the effort. It's it's interesting because, like, obviously, you know, we're we're finding the silver lining. Like, there's there's always been a lot of talk about, like, you know, why does this? Why do women who come to power have to like be 
you know oh sure sexually assaulted or whatever come from a place of that and that's mm-hmm. supposed to quote unquote make them stronger and i don't think that that's necessarily what we're trying to say mm-hmm. i i think that it's just it is a good thing that she decided to take matters right. into her own, her own hands she used um, the regardless she, of the place that regardless right. of her starting point you know what, what i mean that is, you know, the position that she was in, that is kind of the option she had available to her. You right. Know, I mean, it's it is it's, unfortunate. It, well, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's, you know, obviously the Dothraki are kind of, for lack of a better term, savages. And, you know, that's kind of the the route, the option she had. And she does use it to her advantage. So good for her. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's a good one, Scott. I commend you on Thank finding you. something good about yeah, your yeah, favorite now, character uh, in this what, show. What does what does Cat do? Um, <laughs> I would love for you to try to find say something nice about Joff. That's that's a tall order. That's a really tall order. Uh, Cat. You know what? Okay, Cat puts in some great detective work she i oh you know what i was thinking the same thing she, she goes full she finds batman. a hair this she she went up in that tower and turned on her batman detective mode vision and she, <laughs> she saw that glowing hair and she went and pressed x on it and it was like oh you know yeah yeah, yeah. she interacted with the correct uh yeah. item and uh she was given a clue Exactly. So, yeah, no, um, and she, she does take a bit of an issue. You know, that's the one thing that I feel like is relatively constant about Kat uh, sure. is because of her love for her family, she, she is pretty, in, like, she's pretty active. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't for necessarily... Her family, family only, no yeah, bastards allowed. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, yeah, some good detective work, and she, you know, talks to her small, like, I don't know if you'd call it a council, but... Right. Um, oh, I did have one more good line from that council, by the way. When okay. Rob and... Rob and Theon immediately jump. They they get some oh, tension dude. immediately, and they're like, fucking war? We having a war? Let's fucking go! And yeah, Lewin, my boy Maester Lewin, comes back with, what is there to be a battle in the godswood? Like, just <laughs> settle the fuck down, you two... You put your swords back in your pants, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. And, and figuratively. And figuratively. We're just fucking talking here. Come and on. literally. And literally, figuratively, <laughs> metaphorically, spiritually, all of the above. Uh, yeah. I thought that was a good line. Yeah, it is very good. I feel like people don't talk about Mr. Lewin enough. He's so good. He's cool. I like Mr. Lewin. Uh, he's a good dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was there any other general thoughts you had, Zach, before we... Transition to our final segment. Um, I feel like the only good thing I can say about Joff. Oh, you are going to try. <laughs> <laughs> Just for funsies, you know? <laughs> for shits and giggles. Uh, Joff. He lets Sansa drink as much as she wants. <laughs> no, 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 no. Joff. Um, you let that little girl disarm you. <laughs> uh, yikes. Yeah, dude. Nothing. Nothing, dude. Fuck Josh. <laughs> he, 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 he,
takes he takes a slap real well. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. There we go. Uh, let's jump in to our final segment here uh, that we have affectionately titled "Who Be Thrown In." Who be thrown in? I feel like I feel like we need some theme music for our "Who Be Thrown In," Zach. Maybe we should look into that. I'll find something for okay, that. Okay, okay, good. Maybe it's already happening. Who could say? Yeah, who uh, could say? <laughs> who could say? But we are going to say who be thrown in. Where we last ended last week, uh, our boy Bobby B had taken the top spot, followed by uh, Eddard Stark, Queen Cersei, Tyrion, and Jamie. And I don't know about you, but I feel like we are definitely going to have some movement uh, here this week. Yeah, I think... Um... So here's the thing. I know that you don't want this to be as like focused on a specific ranking, like a specific reason. But I mean, I, what do you mean? Like, okay, so I have. Are you going to jump four seasons into the future again? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I feel like after today's episode, Cersei needs to be like maybe at the top (laughs) i agree she probably moves up and ned definitely moves down maybe comes off the list entirely uh i like ned but he didn't have a fantastic episode that's Uh, true um do you think do you think she moves to number one Bobby B, I think he needs to stay on the list because he did have some great moments, but he kind of had some cowardly, dare I say, cowardly moments. I, okay, well. so I think, I think, um, okay. So, by the way, for our audio listeners, our list last week ended as follows Bobby B, number one, Ned Stark, number two. What, did you already say this? I already said this, but it's fine. Did you really? <laughs> yes. Jesus, fuck me, dude. Now, Bobby B, Ned Stark, Cersei at three, Tyrion at four, and Jamie Lannister at five. Yeah. Um, someone who I think does need to jump on the list for sure is Arya. I I would agree with that. Arya had a good episode. Uh she uh if for nothing else, she defended her friend. Uh she hit Joff with a stick, and then my favorite part. She threw his sword in the river, which is yes. very, very funny. Also, she she had to do the very difficult but correct task of white fanging her wolf. Yeah. Um, I think she makes the list this week. I think she makes the list relatively high. I kind I think Jamie is oh shoot. I keep doing that, Zach. <laughs> I think Jamie can come off. He didn't do much this episode. No, he didn't. I think Jamie comes off. Let's let's get rid of Jamie. I love you though, bud. Um Oh boy, this order might be difficult. Tyrion has to stay. He had a good episode. Um What are you thinking order-wise? Okay, hold on. John also needs to be on this list. <sighs> you think so? I like John in this episode, but did he actually do anything? that great john has some of the best scenes in the, like consistently best scenes in this episode that's true it's conversation with Tyrion. it's conversation with ned it's conversation with Arya. his goodbye with uh rob 
Like he's he's just good. So are these our five then? Arya, Robert, Cersei, yes. and Tyrion. Yes, and I'm okay with with John being at the bottom of the list. Okay. Okay. I, I think it goes. That. I think it goes. Bobby B number one, Cersei number two, Arya number three, Tyrion number four, John number five. You could maybe make that. the argument th that Tyrion and, and Arya can flip. I was gonna say Cersei and Robert flip. So I feel like okay, I enjoy since since there's not one defined reason yeah, why no, these people true. are up here, true, true, true. I enjoy him more <laughs> That's than fair. probably anybody on the list, and he is still the king at the end of the day. He is, even though Cersei is pulling strings. He it is still his say that everyone she, has to abide by. Right, right, and she she only gets a little bit of what she was after. Right, not the full because Bobby B is like shut That's the fuck up, point. lady. That's a good point. Okay. Um. Oh shit! Oh shit, Zach. Oh, do we have to put Danny up here? No. Although maybe I. Oh, Fuck. I just thought of one other that I feel like has to. Actually, kind of two others that have to make this list. But here's the other thing: I don't know if I have. Okay, I might have to do some. Google in here, Zach. Well, uh, listen, this is a perfect time for me to stay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> listen, if you guys aren't following us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, you can hit us up at We Don't Want a Pod and stay up to date with all of the cool shenanigans that we are getting up to there, uh, like episode releases, uh, merch drops, um, just general announcements, and uh, in the works. I am, uh, by the way, Scott, I haven't talked to you about this, but I'm doing it. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can't I am wait. Uh, setting up a Discord channel so we can have one kind of community uh, base where you guys can shoot the shit. Uh, I'll probably hop in there every now and then and uh, kind of just have a large community discussion about anything and everything. Um, and we'll probably have some announcements up on there. So stay tuned for that. Uh, you'll hear about that on our Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And, of course, here on the podcast. Uh, we do still have merch up as well. Um, we'll put the link for that in the description of the of both, actually, the audio and the video podcast. And uh, you guys can check that shit out and buy yourself a nice shirt or hoodie. Uh, Scott, did I buy you enough time? You did. <laughs> oh, good, How good. How can we forget... Oh my lord! I'm not messing anything up. This Watching is all you do all this is stressing me the fuck out. Maybe the two MVPs of this episode, Nymeria, and uh, does not have a name currently, technically, but Brands Wolf will oh. eventually be known to be called Summer. Summer. That's is that taking up the It's the whole <laughs> I know exactly what I'm doing here, folks. We're 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 all good here. Uh he fucking saves the day. I should crop this. We'll maybe worry about that later. He saves the day big time and then just hops up on his master's bed 
gives his master a little lick and then just lays down to have himself a nap. Dude, there's no shot it's we're going to so have good. two dire wolves in our top five who be thrown in list. But I mean, I mean, kind of are the MVPs of this episode. Look, I think I can agree with. Oh, I, I feel like Summer has to make it. I like Nymeria biting Joff. That's fun and funny because fuck that kid. Uh, yeah. and it's it's very sad when Arya has to white fang her but if I have to choose one but if you're gonna make me choose only one wolf it has to be Summer okay I'll concede that I think okay. John can come off for that okay I like John a lot I wish he could make the list but let's put oh, I kinda want Summer yeah and su Summer stays at the bottom it's more of an honorary position because, look, Summer's not actually thrown in. Summer, just, just Summer he is up on that bed like it was his throne. He owned yeah, that shit. Yeah, he yes. Okay, great, Scott. That's yep. <laughs> Summer can be number five. I'll let you have that. Okay, fine. I'll concede to that. Uh, are we good then? I think we're good. You should take Ned off the screen. I should take Ned off the screen. Um, you don't want to add Daenerys. I don't know who I would take off. I I think let's maybe do we uh Daenerys, where are you? Um, I don't know, I... man. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do I even have Daenerys on here yet? <laughs> do you hate her that much no, that no, she's no. I, a I main character and I you didn't just, even think to have her I in just your fucking need archive? To add her. I have her picture. I didn't I literally don't have to look for a whole new picture. Did I tell I you guys that you can find it. us on Twitter and Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> At Stretch, stretch it out, stretch it out. Now Dude. I got her. She's right here. She's right here. Boom. Princess Daenerys Targaryen. Princess Mia Thermopolis. Uh, do we like leave her down here as an uh, as an honorable mention? A menchie? I don't. Nah, man. I think that I think we've got to fight. We, yeah. We've got to fight here. Look. Okay. I know that our liking for the character is a big part. Is it's a, a big, big part. part. But I think when we're looking at this thing called who be thrown in, we're getting into semantics already. <laughs> I just feel like Mary, maybe Tyrion comes off. I can. That's kind of who I was looking at too. That's I, I just. I love Tyrion this episode. He does have some good lines. But. he He's not doing stuff. How would you feel about. I don't this? know. Can you guys tell that Scott. So Scott just <laughs> slid Danny over to number five and put fucking Summer above her. You guys tell that Scott doesn't fuck with Danny? <laughs> Summer. Saves two main characters' lives. I would just Dude, like to point out. Danny quite literally became a queen. I mean, technically, she was a, a queen before that. Yeah, no, but she like. All right, fine, 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 fine. I'll put the wolf at five, <laughs> even yeah. though I mean, just look at that face. Like you saw it when I first pulled it up. It was yeah, when it was, full, when fucking it was screen, full screen, dude. I, but like, look at that face. He's still got blood on his muzzle. He's he's an absolute baller. 
I love Summer. He just licks Bran's face and then has himself a nap. It's so good. Okay. I think I You think should that's get Tyrion good. out of there. I should get Tyrion out of there. Good call. Alright, Tyrion, I, I I wish we had room for you, bud. I like you a lot this episode, but this is our list. Alright, let, let the peoples know. Let the peoples know. Uh, number one, two weeks running, King Bobby B. Baratheon. Moving up a spot to number two, Queen Cersei uh, Lannister Baratheon. First time on the list, Arya Stark jumps all the way to third. First time on the list, Princess Khaleesi Daenerys Targaryen. Uh, jumps on at fourth and my fucking guy brand's direwolf summer uh sneaks onto the list you know wolves are very sneaky he sneaked onto the list uh at number five yeah i think it's a pretty solid list by the way you <laughs> saying list. danny or princess or khaleesi or whatever the fuck you said uh, whatever i said <clears throat> i just have a psa for all of our watchers oh, oh. and listeners um daenerys targaryen's name is Daenerys or, or Danny, Danny for short? People that call her Khaleesi. Her name is not Khaleesi. Dude, that bugs me so. Much. Dude, it really does drive me up I the fucking I, wall. I don't even like her, but that still drives yeah. me crazy. Like, wasn't like, that like one of the most popular baby names? Was actually Khaleesi. It was like, when the show was. It, so it literally, by the way, it literally means queen. Yeah, it's just queen. like like Cal is is like, like the king of them or the leader or the person in charge the warlord yeah right and kalisi or kalisi is the the his woman Listen, counterpart if you if you're out there watching this and you named your child kalisi i'm not judging you we're sure your kiddo is cool we're sure your kalisi little kalisi is adorable and cool but just i that's just just not don't her do it name. again that's just not, that's just not her name <laughs> just don't let it happen again all right <laughs> That's right. We're watching you. <laughs> we got our uh, eyes on you, motherfuckers. Dude, holy fuck! Yeah. Um, uh, half our audience. I I, just I hope. Left. I know. Yeah. I hope that the half that stayed was is going. <laughs> thank you. Fuck right, those. Yes. That that shit. Someone out there surely shares our pain. Surely. Yeah, surely. Uh, that is who be thrown in. We will check in next week to see what other uh movement we have. Uh, Zacky boy, you got anything else you want to wrap up here with, pal? Um, I think, I think we're good, man. This was a good episode, sets up a lot, and you said this last week, but it is painful to only watch oh one God. episode a week. It's rough. It's fucked up. It's yeah, I, ju- I just want to keep going. Maybe we should do something about that. Who can say? Maybe we should. Maybe. Maybe we should. <laughs> uh, well, uh, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching. Uh, if you're new here, consider subscribing. Uh, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts, on uh, Spotify Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, and, of course, here on YouTube. Um, like, comment, subscribe. Did I get it right this time? Like, uh, comment, sure. subscribe. Right? That's the thing. Right? That's what you say when you're on YouTube. Dude, we're such we're professionals. professionals. You guys yeah, should yeah, yeah. absolutely follow along this journey. You didn't see that giant summer picture. That was a figment of your imagination. <laughs> that was an optical illusion. <laughs> we'll be back next week uh, talking more about Jason Momoa's boobies oh. and uh, who be thrown in and all that good stuff. Thank you again. We will see you next time. Bye-bye.